I want to welcome you back for day three of our Look Together at Christmas, the words of Christmas, what God wants to do in your life this Christmas. Today, the word is promise. Christmas is all about the promise of God for your life. And we're going to look in these next few moments at a promise fulfilled and a promise found. First, it's a promise fulfilled. In one sense, all of the Old Testament is pointing towards the promise that was fulfilled with the birth of Christ. It starts with the promise in Genesis 3 that someday one born of a woman would crush the head of Satan. And it goes all the way to the promise of a forerunner of Christ coming in the last verses of Malachi, the last, verse, last book of the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, there are over 300 prophecies of the Messiah which are fulfilled in the life of Christ. Many of them are extremely detailed, that he'd be born in Bethlehem and taken to Egypt, that he would cleanse the temple, that he'd be betrayed by a friend for 30 pieces of silver, that they would cast lots for his garments as he suffered. Many of the prophecies could only be fulfilled by the miraculous power of God, that he'd be born of a virgin, that he'd rise from the dead, that he'd ascend into heaven. The mathematical possibility of even a few of these prophecies being fulfilled in any one life are staggering. But even more staggering is the awesome expression of God's love in that fulfillment. God's promise to rescue us through sending a Messiah and the fact that he kept that promise by coming himself as the Messiah, that is an incredible expression of his faithful love. The fulfillment of the promise to send a Messiah is one of the most powerful examples that we have of the faithfulness of God. It's a promise fulfilled, and it's a promise found. The promise of Christmas is not just about what God has fulfilled in the past. It's also about what God wants to do in your life today. God wants to fulfill all of his promises in your life, and he makes it a matter of your personal faith. Each of us must find these promises for ourselves in God's word and then trust him to keep them. A promise that's not found is like a check that's never cashed. It's like a cave that's rich with gold, but it's never mined. In Luke chapter 16, Jesus tells us three stories about finding the promise of salvation. You might remember that the three parables in that chapter are about finding a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost son. Every one of those stories ends the same way, with the incredible joy of finding something that was lost. Many of us have lost the promises of God, even though they're right there in the Bible, even though God promises to keep them as we trust him. The Bible very, very clearly tells us where to start in discovering, rediscovering these promises. To find the promises of God for your life, you must remember this. Jesus says yes, and you say amen. Jesus says yes, and you say amen. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. That verse reads, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Look at this. Jesus has already said yes, and he wants to fulfill God's promises for your life. And so through him, you can say the amen. Now, amen literally means so be it. Amen is not just like a prayer sign-off. It's actually a word of great faith. When you say amen, you're saying so be it, that you trust in Jesus' yes. More than your circumstances or your doubts, you trust that Jesus has said yes to his promises for you. So let's pray a prayer of trust. Would you just pray this very simple prayer of trust with me? Jesus, 
You've already said yes to your promise for my life. And so I pray, amen. So be it, Lord, amen.